Hello and welcome back to the Fitness Fee Podcast. Uh, today I am really excited because I have got some amazing ladies with me and they are part of my JS crew and one of them you've met before who's been on my podcast a few times and we've got the lovely Rebecca from the UK. Hi Rebecca. Hello, lovely to be back again. I believe this is my third time now. Oh is it? Yeah, you out, want you? I am. Right, and then we have got two wonderful ladies, and they are talking to us from the other side of the world over in Australia. And first of all, we have got the lovely Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, hi. I'm over in Sydney. Um, yeah, just been part of James Smith's Academy for mm, four and a half years. So you've you're in the academy you've probably chatted to me cool awesome and then we've also got the lovely erin who is also on the js crew hi erin hi good to be here um i am also from sydney and have been part of the the jsa for six months and you have likely seen me around in the chats as well if you're part of the crew cool six months feels like you've been there forever i know I know. <laughs> right. In a good way. Of course, of course, absolutely. In a good way. <laughs> right, we are going to be chatting all about menstrual cycles, periods, time of the month. I'm sure there's loads of other slang words that you can think of to call it that some people call it. Anybody Ladies, got any? Oh, what is it? So I, I hear Star Week. Star Week. Star Week. Star Week. Shark week. That sounds more appropriate. I can remember when when I lived in Scotland when I was younger, they used to call it the blob. (laughs) How disgusting is that? that Is that because we feel like a blob when it's happening? (laughs) I thought something. I get I get called um it's um it's when the red dragon is out. Jay says he's like, Oh, red dragons in town. <laughs> That's probably it's probably good. Same sort of thing as Shark Week, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna talk about um the effects that it can have on how we feel, uh things like mood, behaviors, diet, training, um, and what happens to our bodies as we go through what we are gonna be talking about a relatively regular cycle which for most women is about 28 days now i know that this isn't like set in stone some women have shorter some women have longer some months can vary from month to month um the number one top tip advice i would definitely give is to track your cycle um because i think that is the biggest thing that i found that helps me uh predict on how I'm going to be feeling, if I can manage it better. Um, so does I know, Rebecca, you track your cycle. Yeah, yeah. And it, it definitely does help in that before I was doing this, you almost think you're a little bit crazy. You're like, hang on, I was really nice two days ago and now I'm awful. So, you know, you think, is this bipolar? Am I, am I different? What's going on? And it's like, no, it's just, you just did a different phase in your cycle. And also it can be really helpful if, you know, like you're progressing the gym. So you could hit an amazing PB on a squat on the Wednesday. Come the Friday, you are feeling so weak. And you could, you know, unless you knew that was down to your cycle, you could think, well, hang on, what, what's gone wrong? If I've I done something wrong, I'm losing the strength, I'm weak. And, but if you know it's down to a certain stage in, that, in your cycle, then just putting it down to something and knowing it's not actually you, I just find is is really, really helpful. Yeah. I do the apologize a week in advance to those around me. Stuff <laughs> like, is going to be said this week. I'm not going to be held accountable to it at all. When it's so good to be honest with people, though, isn't it? Even the kids. I even oh. let the kids know. I'm like, mommy's not going to be your best this week. <laughs> But then at least they know. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, yeah, I track mine and I'm so bang on regular, so bang on every month is the same. But I also get reminders on my phone. So it's like your cycle's about to start in five days. You're, go, you're about to ovulate in, you know, you're going to ovulate in five days or three days. And I get these little reminders. 
because you know you just don't always look on your phone either or wherever you're tracking so having those like reminders on the phone just like ahead of time even you're like when I go to the grocery store I know what I need to get Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I find it really helpful. I don't have re- regular periods because I'm perimenopause, so that that really helps me. Sort of, it can be a a, a reminder of when it's coming up and whether it's like I'm anywhere near it. So, yeah, definitely, it definitely helps with like the moods and the training as well. I find for me, and I know this is different for everybody. Mm. Um, I find that I'm much weaker in my training. The like the week of my period that I actually have it where I know that some people find that they're they're stronger that week Uh, I know one of my friends is much stronger directly after hers rather than the other way around whereas some people find that they're some women find that they're much weaker there's a cat (laughs) (laughs) what were you going to say then Erin pardon were you going to say something then Oh, no, I was just going to say that um, I'm that person that I'm stronger when it all starts. Um, And I've only just realised that since I started tracking in the last couple of years. I haven't tracked forever. Um, I only started tracking in the last couple of years. And probably this year I've started tracking, like, a a lot more closely and looking at, like, the things like hunger and gym performance and the movement and cravings and things like that. And I've noticed that I'm a lot stronger when we kick off into the the luteal phase. Um, is it the luteal phase? Follicular phase, I beg your pardon. Yeah. Um, on I'm on. I am on. So, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting. It's interesting how people differ as well, isn't it, really? And also how... Um, how some women can be so different with like the the PMS symptoms as well because some some women don't really suffer much with their periods they might not really have m- m- much pain or they don't really notice much in the mood swings whereas some women like they have it like the whole other end of the scale like suffer horrendously um i do also wonder if it changes through your life as well because obviously i know obviously your periods change as you go towards like my perimenopause menopause where I am but whether like how what your period in your cycle was like when you were in your 20s compared to what it's like say when you're in your 40s and maybe even after you've had children does it because it obviously your periods stop while you're pregnant and then they restart again if that has an effect on maybe your moods and and how you perform under uh your monthly cycle they do, they do say it's worse after kids don't they but then is that not is that a general rule or is that not just because we tend to be more tired, more stressed and we don't get that that me time yeah. as much? Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. maybe it's down to that as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I find yeah, pre-kids oh, pre-kid. I um <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to be like you like. No, I um <laughs> I before Maddie yeah, I just like wouldn't know it was coming. I got it and I'd always like I always you know, forget to change a tampon because I'm like, oh, yes, shit, I've got my period. Like, just, it was, it didn't affect really my training too much. Like, maybe I'd have an off day on, like, the first, second day of my cycle. But then it was, like, it was light and it was happy days and, you know, could really just forgot about it. And now it's, like, so much heavier straight away. The first two days I'm, like, Oh, better not sneeze <laughs> like <laughs> you know it's it gets it's so it's heavy and yeah my mood like I never was a moody I mean I don't think I was a moody person probably <laughs> was. but now oh there's a couple of days and poor Jay like I'm an arsehole I'm an absolute arsehole to him and he just he rides it but I call him and I'm like so all of those things I said yesterday didn't mean any of them. I've just got my period today. And it's always sort of the day before it comes. But yeah, moody, pain, tired, can't train, heavy periods, just like plus mm-hmm. child. So you get to have all of the fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm 
I'm very much the same, but I notice, uh, yeah, probably about a week before, even though I track, um, I just start all of a sudden becoming the most whingy bitch. Um, and just randomly, I have to randomly cry over something to have have the light bulb go on and go, hang on a minute. Yeah. And then I'll look on my phone and I can see that we're approaching that time. And I think, oh, yeah, okay, here we go. <laughs> and then and then I start to get weak. And in the gym, like Rebecca said, like I could have smashed a PB a couple of days ago and now all of a sudden what's going on? And my back gives way. My back mm, gets really sore yeah. and really weak. Mm. I know. Oh, interesting. Um, so how do you find, because obviously when we go through into the luteal phase, um, this is when women tend to struggle with the cravings because our ghrelin hormone increases, which this is the hormone that makes us feel more hungry. So how do you, do you find this happens to you? Do you get more hungry? Do you have cravings like chocolate cravings? Um, how do you manage it? Um, I mean, I'm happy to go first on this one, but ovulation <laughs> is like, it's it's huge for me. And that's, I'm actually at my worst. And I'll tell this to the JSA members, I'm at my worst around ovulation. And again, the general rule is that you should be around your periods, but there's always going to be these anomalies. Um, and it's pretty much from ovulation. It's just down um, towards the period. No, that that's when I really bloat. That's mm. when I feel really heavy. When I need a second breakfast by 9 a.m., I'm like, oh, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> it's just it's just, just the hunger. The hunger is unreal. And it's, yeah, you just want the carbs. Um, I, I sleep worse. I find that. I find alcohol affects me differently. Um, oh, yeah, just so I many things. And <laughs> I'll, I will try and manage the cravings, of course, with the right things. Um, you know, protein bars, day, you know, sweet fruits and things. But sometimes you just need the family size bar of chocolate. Nothing else <laughs> is going to cut it. So, yeah, it's uh, a bug out. Yeah, I'm the same. The, oh, actually, sorry, week before my period, I just eat the world. Absolutely eat the world. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Rice, carbs, absolutely. Chocolate, whatever I can get my hands on it's in day of my period nothing I'm like right back down no cravings like nothing at all so that's... the hunger kind of dwindles, doesn't it so it's like it's almost like the body's way of evening it out I feel yeah. you get the spikes and then it kind of levels off and then you eat maybe slightly less for a few days and it's like ah yeah. this is clever <laughs> see what you're doing let's track over a month <laughs> calories over a month <laughs> yeah i don't find that i get that many cravings actually sometimes i do well, some months some site yeah some cycles can be worse than others but it's nothing it's, it's something that i've never really like suffered with in my, in my periods uh like the cravings before before the come sometimes i can because I, I have chocolate every day anyway um yeah so I don't, yeah <laughs> I need chocolate every day um I don't yeah I don't think I suffer that badly it's probably the mood more than anything and then more recently um it's like the period pains that I never used to get I've always been quite lucky with I, I'm I assume yeah I am going to say lucky quite lucky with my periods yeah. I feel they've always been quite light I've never really had many cravings um never really suffered badly from PMT or, or PMS. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't find it too bad. But I know some people, like you say, can, can like, really, really struggle every single month with it. What I get also is just, like, the libido changes. That, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, massively. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like, that ovulation time, I'm like, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting, he is, when I'm on my period, he's like, babe, there's just something, there's something about you. And I'm like, you come close to me and I will. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
but he's like there's pheromones there's something going on you know so like he gets super attracted when I'm on my cycle and yeah we just feel like a potato we're like yeah I've just I've seen they've got half I've got chocolate around my mouth <laughs> hair everywhere and he's just like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but then you know, so I don't want a bar of it. He wants all of the bars of it, and then <laughs> like ovulation comes, and he's sort of in you know whatever. But and I'm like, pick me. <laughs> <laughs> it just it massive changes through the month as well. Yeah, it's, you know, it's all part of it, but it's good to also sort of know that because. You know, for a relationship, obviously, that is all important. It's like it's nice to also know when that's going to come around and then kind of leverage off it or be really, really careful if it's around ovulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's good to... um good to be open about it as well because I don't know what you, what you guys remember, but I... Because my daughter is now 11 um, and going starting maybe like puberty it's obviously it talk it gets talked about quite a lot and I mean yeah. I'm very very open about our bodies you know different parts of them and I always have been from a very young age I mean like they see me walking around naked and they walk around naked and I'm like okay our bodies are our bodies it's nothing to be ashamed of but so my daughter now keeps saying to me like when am I going when did you start your period mum uh, and when am I going to start mine I'm like, okay, well, first of all, I can't, I can't actually remember when I did. I can't remember how old I was. Um, I said, and there's no guarantee. Some girls start them like super early these days. They but, seem to be getting earlier, don't they? Yeah. I mean, one of Millie's friends started her period last year and she was 10. I was like, oh my God, you've got that for like 40 oh God, yes. God, all yeah, the years yeah. yet now. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Like, I think I was about... You're a pro at 13, this. 14 when I got mine. Expert. But back in those... Back, back when I... Well, I'm obviously older than you guys. But when I got mine, I was, like, told nothing about it. Like, mm. I didn't know. I literally thought I was dying. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm bleeding. It's like, where has this come from? And literally, because nobody told anything about it. I was like, totally clueless. So, yeah. I mean, I find it really important to obviously not only talk to your partner about it, your wh- whoever you're with or whatever, but also your children as well. Because I just yeah. like, I never want my daughter to be in that situation where she might, it might not even happen when she's at home. It could happen at school and her just panic thinking, what is happening to my body? I don't understand. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's go on, Nicole. No, I speak to Maddie, even she's only four, but you know, she'll sometimes like she comes in the bathroom, like there's no privacy with a four year old, you can lock the door all you want, there's none, you know, you'll know that. Heck. And, yeah, um, you know, they're just always on you, and you can't even, you know, you sometimes you need a minute or you're trying to change a tampon or a pad or something and they just see it and I've stopped like at first you're sort of like oh god you know there's no rules to this you don't know what you're meant to to do or say or what age or so I've just kind of gone with it and I'm just like yeah, look you know mummy's got her period and she's like what's that and I'm like you know when you've got your period there's blood comes out of your money <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that reminds me of a funny story Nicole she walked in once and she said mommy why are you putting a plaster on your neck <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're just like you know, what can you do what and then if you haven't had time to push the door they, see, they look in the toilet and they're like oh my god what's going on oh yeah you've just yeah. got to be honest absolutely my mum never was and no. it didn't do me any favors it, it just comes as a shock you know yeah. um so I think it's really good to have that open and honest yeah just be honest with them now um I think the kids understand better than the partners I think the partners are just oh yeah yeah right yeah that's that's the excuse for it but what can yeah. you do we know we're telling the truth right I'm definitely not a bitch all the time <laughs> just for two weeks of the month 
Sometimes I blame it on my period when I don't have it at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. I'm sorry. I swear. He's like, that was last week. I'm like, it's just a long cycle. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the female body is a mystery. <laughs> Good one. How did you cope then, Erin, when you were 10? Yeah, well, I was just about to say that, yeah, I agree with both um, Nick and Beth and yourself, Fee, that um, it's super important to have these conversations with kids and it doesn't really matter how young they are. Um, I had no idea. And I I lived with my dad. Um, So it happened and I was, and I thought the same thing. I thought I was dying. Mm. Um, And I ran out to my dad and said, dad, 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 come into the bathroom. I have to show you something. And he started to cry. But he he was, he, it was happy tears, but because I saw tears, I thought, I'm dying. I am dying. This is it. This is how it ends. And um, he, he had, he had the happy tears because, and then the next thing he said to me was, my baby's becoming a woman. Like, Aww. what does that even mean? <laughs> um, and yeah, so meanwhile, I'm hysterical thinking that I'm dying and what do you mean I'm becoming a woman? What do you mean? <laughs> and then he explained it to me in the way, only way he knew how, um, which was very, very, very dry and very simple. But, um, yeah, I ended up having a conversation with teachers at school, Aww. which was um, not fun. Um, yeah, it was really hard. It was really, really hard. Um, very confronting as a 10 year old, not many of my friends, I think a couple of my friends actually had it, had, had their period as well. Um, but it was really, really hard. So yeah, having those early conversations, if I had have known, I think it would have been received a lot better when it happened. Um, and yeah, just educating on what you need to do next type thing yeah. I mean maybe before but um you know yeah preparing for what's next yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think rep- uh, preparing the boy I don't know if your boys know Rebecca but like Ruben knows uh, about periods and stuff I mean he just said to me the other day he's like uh mom there's blood in the bottom of the toilet are you on your period and I was like yeah it's just like nothing to him he's like he, he just knows but like you know, he he does get a little bit embarrassed about like talking about these things, and I was like, you shouldn't be embarrassed. I said because at some point you're going to have a girlfriend. Yeah, you're going to need to know about these things when like she's been hell on earth and you don't know why. I said you will know why because she's been <laughs> on a period, and it's better for you to know why as well. So I don't know how you because you've got two boys. At, uh... Yeah, they get the talks early at school now, don't they? Yeah, um, which is really helpful. But again, I don't know how much. They're listening to the talk because I think they'll probably be giggling <laughs> a lot with the friends at the back. Um, and, you know, they'll say things like, geez, mom, are you on your period? And, <laughs> you know, but I don't know how much of it they actually, if I was to sit down and talk really in depth about it, I don't think they'd like that. Yeah. Um, but I probably will with her more as she, as she gets older because, like I say, she's she's going to need to know about this. Um yeah. And the chances, if she's anything like me, then yeah, it's not going to be. It's not going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I can deal with the physical symptoms, like the cravings and the. It's just it's the it's the mood swings that that do upset me, and the irritability because I feel like, and, and I'm sure you guys say it's it's how much patience I've got with the kids, and yeah. I feel like I really let myself down with that. Yeah. Um. And. You know, it's almost like you can you can control the cravings. You can take paracetamol for the pain, but it's those mood swings for them few days, and it's it just takes over, doesn't it? And I, I don't think I'll ever learn to fully navigate that. It's it's definitely got better since I've come off the pill. It was mm. a lot worse on the pill. I was crying a lot, um, and then so I haven't been on the pill now for a few years, um, and it's a lot better. You know, it used to be days of rage. Now it could be a flit of rage and then it stops. Mm. Um, but that's hard as a woman, I find, especially because, you know, the how we, the kids, and you know, they're everything to us and how we treat our partners and things. So to kind of be a completely different person and think, this is not me. I'm normally a really nice, chill person. Yeah, how do you girls navigate that? Because that, that's, that's really hard for me. 
Mm. It's I find it so hard. Like I can be the most patient, you know, like last night and it's like, I don't want to shower. I said, fine, don't have a shower. You know, you're a bad mom because you're letting me go to bed dirty. And I'm like, well, then come and have a shower. It's no problem. Like everything is good. It's fine. It's easy. And then like with my cycle, like next week, I just yeah. something little and it's like, just get in the shower. Like, yeah. you know, just, you, my, my patience is just gone from z- like zero to hero like that. And then she looks at me and she's like, but you were nice to me before. You say, look, sorry, you know, but you're trying to apologize, but then you've already sort of created this thing. And then, you know, anything you say, it's just this whole cycle. So then the whole afternoon or the whole night or the morning is ruined because, yeah. you know, she eggshells now I'm like on eggshells watching myself but then nothing's happening also like no one's leaving the house because I'm being overly cautious and trying to be too nice because I was such a bitch before and then it just like you sit there in a lying bed and I'm like god I'm an awful mother I'm an awful and you get the mum guilt and you think of every single way you could have handled it better and every parenting advice you've listened to and thought you should draw on in those moments that you didn't draw on at all you've yelled they've cried you know you've done a ham and cheese toasty for dinner because you just can't be bothered and then you think god their nutritional day their diet's gone to you know shit and it's just one thing you just i think you just lie there in bed at night going oh wow i stuffed up this And, you know, it's never even anything really that bad, is it? But just at that time, in those yeah. moments, it feels like the end of the world. It feels like and... the end of the world. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's hormones, Absolutely. isn't it, more than anything? That's like, I mean, like you say, you can control the cravings to a certain extent. You can take something for the pain. Um, but it is that it's like, it's almost you're like you don't have control over those hormones. You know, you just have to manage them as best you can. And I think, obviously, tracking your cycle is a good way to be aware of like, that time is coming up. And obviously, like you said, Nicole said about making other people in that you live with aware aware of it as well. Yeah. But it is, diff- it is difficult with kids. I find that I lose I lose my temper much quicker. So like, like you said, Nicole, my patience is like, I mean, I'm not the best, most patient person anyway, but it's even more, it's very paper thin. Um, you just, I just end up snapping really quickly. And afterwards, I'm just like, I really shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. But it was like it was almost like you didn't have control over what you what came out of your mouth. It's um it's, yeah. it's, it's horrible. It is. I'll yeah. just go on and on and on and I'm and in my head I'm like, Bex, will you shut up? Will you <laughs> shut up? Just shut. and I just can't and then I'm like, oh my god. It's 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 another good marker that it's about to to happen. Your patience. I think you know if Say if, she, if she, they emptied something all over the floor on a normal day, it's like, yeah. But close no to that, if you if that brings you to tears, you're like, oh yeah, this is this is a, a the light bulb moment. Yeah, something's about to happen. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so I'm the you, same. You. Oh, sorry, Aaron. No, no, I was just gonna say I'm the same as you, Fee. Um, like what you said earlier, I've been pretty blessed in the whole um department of uh. It's been. It's mostly affected my mood more than anything. Um, like pain and all of that sort of thing hasn't ever really been a problem. Um, uh, mood, and I also feel as big as a house. Mm. Um, but yeah, the the mood, um, complete basket case, and yes, patience absolutely paper thin. Um, especially at work, like I have zero tolerance for um, <laughs> zero tolerance for any bullshit um and so yeah that's another indicator that um we're on our way um (laughs) we're on our way way. so do you think i was just gonna say have you ever met anyone who doesn't suffer pms like are them are those women just a myth or do they exist i don't i know i do who who don't suffer the mood some women that don't really it doesn't really affect them at all 
haven't had kids yet. They yeah, but there's a lot of contraceptives out there now that where people, uh, people, women don't get periods at all, do they? So there's like, mm. I, I did have it for a long time. I used to have the implant. So it was like a like a bar in my arm. Um, I'm, I'm talking about a long time ago and I was in my 20s. Um, I forget what it was called. It's still around now and it would literally, it doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but yeah, the, the what's it called? Oh, the implant. Yeah, the one that yeah. used to go like underneath your arm. Yeah. Um, I never had periods for like seven, over seven years. Nothing. So no PMT either then? Nothing, no. But I do know that there are women that can still be on that, have no periods, but still get symptoms. So like mood yeah. swings, the hunger. So there are, obviously there are. It's almost like they get a cycle without a cycle. Yeah. So you're getting it, but without the, the period, basically the bleeding, yeah. But can you imagine just being stable all month, every month? Like... I think it's really would... boring. Though, <laughs> it'd be like being a man. It'd be like being a man. <laughs> no, do you know what? Because I read one. Which men said... do you know? Because I, the ones I know are not stable whatsoever over a whole month. <laughs> exactly. No, but I did read somewhere once that it said men can pretty much live their life day to day. You know, they don't really change that much, most yeah. men. Um, however, we don't. We... We live by that cycle and every day we're closer to either ovulation or the other bit. So we are a little bit different every day, be it nice or not so nice. <laughs> I know. I know. Men don't realise that. Bonkers. Got it. I know. <laughs> we get um, all the good things. <laughs> another big thing is... Um, for well, my boobs, well, just before my period. And then yeah. Just, so, so I was just, just going to say... Change. And you can't touch them. Yeah, change Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say that changes in your actual like the, your body. So obviously, some women have like you know the swelling of the boobs. Some women get very very bloated, um, yeah. and obviously get a lot of obviously. There's the whole like weight thing as well, isn't there? Uh, mm. I'm not talking body fat. I'm talking body weight, scale weight, yeah, scale weight, as in that fluctuates through the month obviously as you're going in towards your period it usually increases because you're retaining water which mm -hmm. is a result of the like uh, bloating um i put on three kilos around my period mm. like i usually put on about two yeah yeah <laughs> no wonder we turn into bitches awful <laughs> <laughs> We it's swell up with ravenous, bleeding, <laughs> angry. We're in pain. Oh my God. Hungry. After... <laughs> they want to have sex with you, but you don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> You're just running <laughs> in pain, limping. <laughs> I have to say, unfortunately, everything swells up for me except the boobs. So that's even not even fair. Wow, raw deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it comes in with some double D's on a period. <laughs> but again, I just think it's really important that you you know this. So then, if the scales go up, you don't panic. You know it's just down to the the water retention, the hormones, and that again it will go. Yeah. And to not so really focus too much on that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just trying to do some nice things for yourself, isn't it? When you feel it and like not do things like, because as well, the, the other thing that's affected in your period week is um, they did a study on women that were in the, in the week of their period against women that were in the week after and how much uh, body checking that they did and the mm. difference between how mm. they felt and how they looked between the two mm. weeks and the difference. And it was... Uh, I'll find it. I'll find what uh, the study was. Uh, I did have it written down, actually. We'll be definitely more self-critical then, wouldn't we? Yeah, so oh. they said uh, compared to ovulation versus lucid phase, that there was more more bodily attractiveness. Three minute, three every three minute mirror exposure and the eye eye movements were recorded. Um and uh, it was there was a reduction in body image 
in the ovulation and you obviously felt more sexy around that period compared to the luteal phase where the body checking was more um, because you didn't feel as attractive, didn't feel as good. So you were just comparing your image all the time. Yeah, it's just due to that dip in, it's the estrogen, isn't it? Because I think, isn't that the Beyonce hormone? So when we're ovulating, we're like full on Beyonce peacock feathers, the lot. And then as soon as that dips, we're like, oh my God, we are just potatoes. That's all we are. Honestly, I can't think of a better one. Like, no, yeah. no, your analogy is perfect. Beyonce all the <laughs> way yeah. until that particular point. Um, and because that's what's happening, that's what just happened to me. I look mm. in the mirror and I think, oh my goodness, what's going on? But give me a week or so. Yeah. And we'll uh pause and um check myself out. <laughs> I really wish it didn't happen, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> we should never feel like that we should never feel like no, we shouldn't no we should always be Beyonce or always feel yeah. it <laughs> I, just, I just have my period clothes like I just have outfits that like when I'm feeling clothes, that I think, well but also just nice clothes that I know that I'm going to look good in mm, and feel yeah. good in and mm. it's going to hide so it maybe it's more of like a, a little baby doll dress or like a a maxi dress if i'm going out with some heels rather than something tight and i know that like underneath yeah bloated probably feeling a bit miserable my bum feels like it's just dropping down my thighs like it's just not great but no one else can see it mm. and you yeah. know because you don't want to also like obviously you don't always go out but you also don't want to say no to events because you feel like you look horrible. You can feel like you look horrible, but you just have to have those staples in your, like when I train, I wear like the ultra high waisted. I want to feel like I'm just being supported. I don't want to feel like anything's flopping out the top. I wear full long tights. I wear a long singlet or a long line crop top, Um, you know, at home. Like now I've got my big parachute pants on. Yeah, I've got the oversized T-shirt, so nothing is, like, digging in. And, like, you know, I just transition to those because instead of sitting there and going, oh, my, you know, my booty shorts aren't looking great and, you know, my this isn't looking great and my tights, whatever it is, instead of making myself feel more awful than I already do, I just, you know, transition across to my my period clothes. Yeah. I just... It just seems to come around so quick, girls. Isn't like if we got a period every three months, then I feel that would be a lot kinder. But it's like, oh my god, it's that time again. I've only just left the sweats. Now I'm back in them again. It's like, oh, back in them. Yeah. Hey ho. <laughs> yeah, I'm on like um, eighteen day cycles at the moment. So oh god, that is tough. At the moment, Rebecca. Yeah. That. Oh, God, that makes 28 look amazing. Yeah, that's tough feet. Really it is tough. literally just as I'm finishing one, I'm like just going back in oh again. It's like, yeah, it's horrendous. So yeah, you've got that all to look forward to. Mm. Wait for the day when like I don't have any more any like I'd rather be the other side at the moment. Yeah. 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 Cool. We should have like, you know, you should set up WhatsApp groups with your closest for like for for around this time just so you can get support from because that's what you need we know that nothing's going to make us feel better other than support from our fellow you know female friends because nobody else gets it as much as we tell the kids and the partners they don't get it because they they don't get it whereas you know we all know what it's like so yeah you should have some Erin and I have our chats oh do you (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, me and you, Rebecca, went through that. Well, yeah. <laughs> crying on the voice, not crying. <laughs> God. But, yeah, whatever gets you through it. And just, you know, it, it will pass. <laughs> yeah, it will. Working from home. I found it better when I was working in, you know, in dental and with, like, a full female crew around me. And you get, like, you got your tribe around you and you guys, in, you know, you all sync up a bit. But, you know, you just, I need to go for a lunch break. I'm getting a brownie, don't judge. And they're like, oh, my God, girl, like 100%, get two and get a chocolate milkshake. And you get that support and all the rest. Yeah. But, you know, I find working from home 
and I'm like, I live at home. I train in my garage. Yeah. Like, the whole world is like this room and, yeah. you know, and you don't feel like you just, you don't have always that support and you don't, unless you reach out and really reach out, you don't get to have a bit of a moan with someone. You don't want to just moan with your partner or your child because that's inappropriate, you know. And, yeah, I agree 100%. You have to have, like, your, your group. Like, I, I chat to Erin all the time on our, you know, private chats and she's like, if I'm an <laughs> asshole today. <laughs> if I you don't reply, suspect chats. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm using a lot of emojis, this is <laughs> I'm like, I can't give my, I can't give my happiness for someone else's progress through words so it's a happy face and fire because <laughs> <laughs> my emotions are shot. <laughs> but do you know what Nicole that's a really good point I find that when I'm flying I'm much more distracted from the, oh, the, the mood everything. yeah because you've got your crew you've got your crew at work they make you laugh you, you yeah. the passengers don't get your rage of course that's safe for like David and the kids Sadly, um, I do find I'm actually far better when I am out of the house and distracted. Oh, but yeah, 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 when we are working from home, like you say, you're right next to the fridge. It's like, oh, oh this is yeah. just a disaster. I drop everything as well. Like I drop my phone. And then when I'm trying to pick up my phone, I drop my water bottle and I'm bending it, pick my water bottle up. And then I put my keys in the fridge. And then I walk to the car and I've got my house keys trying to unlock with the wrong key and then I leave something up like my brain my brain is gone well, we do get more clumsy that around then oh. as well don't we well that's why I say with a lot of especially like lifting and Olympic lifting you know anything that's going to be you know more than just a yeah I a, a dumb a bicep curl say but you know anything like a power clean or a squat uh, like a snatch jerks deadlifts things like that it's like anything that's becomes technical or where you need your core engaged i just i you don't bother or yeah. i go like because Sensible. the risk of injury you know if you're not 100% switched on even as just that you're not going to your form's going to be off and you're going to hurt yourself yeah let alone the bar above your head trying to squat trying to power clean trying anything even dead I did um uh, for there was a while that I was finding it really tough uh on my the program that I was on so I every time my period happened because I was so irregular I was literally just taking a deload week every yeah. time that I was on and that was yeah. like I found that so much better because I was still going in and doing something so that kind of like made me feel good but I was like lifting lighter, so I didn't feel like I had anything to prove because I just didn't have the energy. But I wanted to yeah. do something. Yeah. Well, another thing also is just, uh, you know, if you say call it, you've got a four week cycle, and you know that one week you are not going to train so well, probably going to eat more, sleep more, maybe not even as many steps. And in terms of looking at like progress, because you sort of you track, you know, had measurement loss, I've had weight loss, I'm on this and on that and you instead of looking for every week progress another good way you know and what I say to so many members is do three weeks of progress one week hold mm, three weeks yeah forward, <clears> one <throat> week hold. instead of you know so tra- treat that week as your holding week your, your maintenance mm. whatever it is pull back on training whether it's a deload or you just go lighter or you don't train and do like body weight at home do a pilates do a yoga go for coffee with friends and walk Mm. there um whatever it is but you know give that week a miss from any tracking of like measurements or weight the way your clothes look feel whatever way you're tracking your progress make it that it's you go week one two three hold one two three Mm. hold yeah i like that that's good uh, or you do uh, like compare week one with week one of your cycles. Yeah. So so you're not comparing yourself when you're in a completely different week. So yeah, comparing week three with week one, you're not yeah. going to be the same because your your body's not kind of in that same state, is it? So you could do it like that. So week one with week one, and obviously you have to do it monthly. Um, 
but I think that's also a good way and allowing yourself a little bit more flexibility just taking Definitely. into account that it is a much harder week for you is you know if it is the that week or is it the week before that you find harder whatever it is on your cycle just allow yourself a little bit more slack rather than making it harder for yourself I think like you know yeah if you are in like you know a fat loss phase and you want to be in a deficit trying to do that while you've got massive cravings going on it's just going to make it so much more harder you're probably better off to like say go into maintenance uh or or thereabouts i don't even give protein like i give protein a miss because i don't want protein you changed yeah your cravings change i kind of go from wanting meals to just cereal and yeah yogurts and like i don't know just kiddie food (laughs) all the time and like yeah and that's fine like yeah. you know to try and stick to yes you know you want to maybe stick to calories but it's not going to happen for every single day but also you won't hit your protein don't be don't sit there and chug down a protein shake or you know 300 grams of sirloin to to hit a protein goal when you would rather put the spoon in your eye like <laughs> yeah. like you know, to force yourself to hit all these targets during a week that your body is saying a big no. Yeah. Only, like I said, does a disservice. It's, you're not being your body's best friend. And I think that's key is you've got to be your body's best friend. You've got to look after it, nurture it, you know, ho- you know, hold its hand. Like just let your body sit. What you would do with your best friend if they came to you, what would you say to your best friend? Turn that on yourself. Yeah, we've all got so much advice to give all the time, whether it's a relationship, you should be with this guy, you shouldn't, you know, with a job, what job to go to. We give so, we've got such great advice and we all know it all. And we very rarely turn it back on ourselves and apply it to ourselves. And what you'd say to your best friend, babe, don't go to the gym, go and do yoga. Let's, let's go for a walk, get a coffee, have a brownie, like chill. You're on your period. And yet we mm-hmm. put so much pressure on ourselves. I'm like, I'm on my period, but I have to, and I'm going to, and I'm going to win this. I'm going to lift the heaviest and I'm going to go for a run and I'm going to eat my turkey mints on my rice cakes. <laughs> it's going to be perfect. And we're all going to be happy. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's silly all the pressure we put on ourselves, but we give everyone around us such a wide berth and so much slack it's it's not being your own best friend really yeah and just never manipulate your body into doing something that it's it shouldn't be doing and like you say you eat the steak and all the protein powder around your period you're still gonna blow anyway you could be in a deficit but still gain the water weight so you just think what on earth is the point yeah have the brownies get your nails done and just if if there was ever a time to be kind to yourself (laughs) It's those few days. Can I just say we all have fabulous nails at the moment? Like, uh, no, we don't. No, we don't. Oh, oh, we don't have food. We don't have nails. Done. I know. I, I need to. Oh my god, girls! I can't. You can't even see my nails because they're non-existent. <laughs> I like to be low maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just one more thing. Off a few notches, then, Rebecca. You I know. Get nails done. What's it? My my haircut twice a year. No nails. Oh my god! I'm tar- and there's me saying, "Yeah, be kind to yourself." <laughs> See, that's what you're doing See? on your side. I definitely do the brownies though. Nails, <laughs> but there's nothing there to paint. So yeah, I'd have to get them. Just I've get never had good nails. Yeah, mine are acrylics. Mine aren't my real nails. I'm, I'm the only cabin bad. crew member with terrible nails. <laughs> it's my claim to fame. Why I have so many spelling mistakes because I try and press a P and I press an O and a P and an L at the same time. <laughs> these, these things. <laughs> Maddie told me I had claws. She's like, you're just you're scratching me with your claws. So you want to see claws? Wait till next week. <laughs> claws are coming out next week, the red claws. <laughs> The red claws when it's Jaws red week. Uh-huh. See what <laughs> I did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Okay, well, uh, I think we've pretty much covered most of the bases I can think of to do with periods. Um, 
we've covered a lot. We have covered a lot, I think. Yeah. yeah. And you're getting four different people's opinions. So although we're pretty much in unison with it's, it's pretty crap. Just be nice to yourself <laughs> and yeah. you will get through it. Learn to Every work month. with yourself. Give yourself yeah. some grace. And I think oh, as we're girls, time just to push <laughs> when it's time to pull back. Yeah. I think a massive part of it is is just the acceptance, isn't it? And not yeah. resisting it and just think, no, I'm going to go against these cravings. I'm going to still treat. No, just just accept that it's going to be not such a great week and just, yeah, just go with it. Half the battle, I think. Cool. Um, right, so do Erin, do you want to let everybody know what your Insta hashtag is so that they can follow you on Insta if they want? Sure. It is Erin B, E-R-I-N-B-E-E, underscore, underscore. Oh, <laughs> double underscore, eh? Who's got double the original Erin B then? Has somebody already got that? <gasps> I don't know, but I wasn't happy about it. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> underscore, underscore. <laughs> Nicole. I am, oh, God, Nick Davis underscore three so it's nick just n-i-c-d-a-v-i-s underscore three cool rebecca i'm reset i'm reset with rebecca no underscores i feel left out (laughs) don't add the no underscore under after it though it's just reset with rebecca yeah (laughs) (laughs) i will put them all in the bottom of the podcast so you can follow all these lovely ladies uh yeah, you you need to follow Nicole. Her life is um, <laughs> my life is interesting, oh, full of sunshine and um, oh, and teeny tiny outfits. <laughs> you don't put any of that on Insta. That's only in the background. I know. Well, they sometimes it pops up in the stories, but it's, oh yeah, mm-hmm. putting you lucky enough to get <laughs> it, and see a flash of it before it and disappears. The problem yeah. is, is when people tag me and it ends up on like your tag photos and I didn't never look at them and I went across and looked at the tag photos I went that's Halloween okay. <laughs> yeah. I saw that I saw your tagged photos at one yeah, stage yeah I saw your tagged photos oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no 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 I'm a really good I'm just a sweet little mum in Sydney <laughs> <laughs> Love right. it. Well, thank Love you very it. much for coming along, ladies. I shall very welcome. speak to you all very soon. Bye, beauties. Bye. Bye. Bye.